Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome aboard, Sea of Friends, your weekly Sea of Thieves voyage. I'm Last Call for Lunch. I'm Miss Lunch Lady. And I'm Darkest Warhawk. And on this week's episode, we're going to be talking about how much is too much. But before we get to that, I put out a tweet asking a question. And one person responded, which I was not, I was not expecting any response. Because um, I don't do the best when it comes to social media. But one person responded, and what I asked was, where do you start the most? When you wake up in that tavern and you look outside, what do you see? For us, Ancient Spire. For the gentleman on Twitter, Golden Sands, that son of a gun. That's, <laughs> I love that outpost. <laughs> but if you're listening to this and you want to let us know where you start the most, hit us up on Twitter or email us. Where do you wish you spawned the most? I wish I spawned the most at Golden Sands. Really? I thought yeah. your favorite outpost was Sanctuary. No, Golden Sands. Oh. Yeah. Where, where, where do you guys wish we started the most? I'm kind of anywhere but. <laughs> anywhere but. <laughs> where we fire. always do it. <laughs> and it's mostly just because of that drop. I don't know why it's so dumb. There's only a few barrels up there to load the ship, so it's not too bad, but. I guess it just gets old after doing it over and over. I mean, I mean, we played what three or four times this past week, and every time we've logged in, it's always been H Inspire. Every single time. Uh, we've me and me and Miss Lynch Lady played tonight, and uh, I was like, "Don't look at my screen," because I loaded in before she did. I was like, "Don't look at my screen." Guess where we loaded in at? Ancient <laughs> <laughs> Spire in the middle of a storm, like yeah. the worst loaded. Oh my gosh. I feel like though second to Ancient Spire is Daggertooth. I think we probably spawn there the most second to Ancient. I was gonna say I, I was gonna blame you guys for where we log in, but I'm the one I guess lately starting you know getting everything started up. So I guess it's on me. But I think without you guys, uh, when I'm just solo slooping, that's where I go the most. Uh, I feel like I just Daggertooth is the one where I, I load in, but. Anytime the game knows we're all three going to play together in a brig, it's like, all right, you're a smack dab in Ancient Spire. <laughs> yeah. I think if we were all to load into our own server to look for events, we would all be on Ancient Spire. <laughs> and somehow on the same server. That'd be so weird. <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> three brigs parked next to each other. Could you, could, could you handle a brig by yourself? Yes. Yeah, if if we're three out of the five ships on the sea, I think I could handle it pretty well. <laughs> I could brig by myself. I don't. I hate gal <sighs> galleoning by myself. Well, yeah, that just seems like madness. Oh, it's awful. I mean, anytime like we play on a galleon and then like we sink and I have to go get the ship and bring it back over or whatever like the situation is. Oh my god, it's awful. What are you talking about? We never sink. Yeah, we never never sink. I don't I think, think I've ever sank in this game before. I don't even know what it's like. Is oh, it yeah. scary? 
Yeah, I've never never gotten that accommodation to play your instrument while you sing. It's weird. <laughs> Not like once a week or anything or a day. <laughs> or once a session. <laughs> I've never even scuttled my ship. Oh. Scuttle? Yeah. yeah, what 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 scuttle? <laughs> we don't give up around here. All right, so this week's topic, how much is too much? And we thought of this because uh miss lunch lady shared with us here today that with this last update it's just overwhelming i really do feel like it is but there's a lot of context to my feelings right so i am not an avid gamer i i was thinking about this earlier um about how for me i really love playing i was like thinking i really love playing video games because it helps me kind of turn off my brain and like focus on one thing and then i was like i don't think i love playing video games i think i just love sea of thieves um but so as somebody who is not an avid gamer and has been playing sea of thieves regularly for mm, a year and a quarter ish a year and a few months um i just mastered the you know get away from a shark manage the skeletons snipe a boom barrel like all of the all of those kind of basic mechanics that you need to survive on the seas and survive on the seas and that's just like with the pve elements that doesn't even include the pvp elements so for me all of the new enemies feels like a little bit too much um i know they have talked about reducing the spawn rates of these things and i hope to see that happen but um even without the super quick spawn rates i just feel like there are so many enemies out there right now and the, all these new mechanics of how to defeat them and like the tridents and the way to fight them and all that stuff it's it's a lot yeah i i i would agree on that and, and as you said they're already working on a fix for it because obviously enough other people have similar thoughts um at least for the the amount of spawn rates for me obviously being uh you know gaming more i, I i'm kind of still on your side because i do feel not that I want it to be easy by any means and go to a you know an island and all of a sudden it's fine, but it's just the amount. Uh, all of a sudden you get you know the ocean crawler spawn and you get like three big guys sometimes, two of the electric ones, two of the poison ones, all in one little spot, and then you're trying to fight those off and or get whatever treasure you need on that island, and then what spawns? You hear the ghost spawn, and it's just i mean luckily they sometimes fight each other but at the same time they're always seem to be aiming at you and that's that's where it just gets frustrating because you're all of a sudden trying one person or 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 a crew two three four you know you're trying to fight off 12 enemies at once and you know not that it's not doable but it's it's more you know annoying and, and a little bit unmanageable at times so that's that's where i also agree with you you know in that in that realm I think I say it maybe once an episode, but it's a double-edged sword, because you, after a while of fighting just skeletons, you want more. You want different enemy types and different varieties, and then you get them all at once, and you're like, whoa, whoa, calm down. Hold on. Well, no, I... And I think that's kind of the point, right? Like, could they... I... This is a lot... They gave us a lot of amazing stuff. They gave us 
multiple new enemy types. I mean, multiple the ghosts, the sirens, and the different ocean crawlers that pop. They, they. I don't know. Are they all called ocean crawlers, or is it just those corally ones? They're, they're, yeah, they're all called ocean crawlers, but they all have their own individual names as well. So you have the electrics. And then I don't know the names of their two, so I just call them Clamhead and Crab <laughs> Crab Tank. <laughs> so we've got these a ton of enemies, right? Then of and then a new weapon. We have the trident, and we have the um, of course the tall tails. So like I feel like in some ways they've set this bar because all of these things it feels like they could have done one thing a season. But they've set this bar really high. And there's no way that season three is going to come with three new enemy types, a new weapon, and five new Pirates of the Caribbean tall tales, right? So maybe like, maybe that was too much and they should have spread it out. Yeah, see, I, it's, it's difficult. And I get coming, obviously, from uh, uh, either new players or, or unseasoned players, we'll put it as that. Um, I get where it is definitely overwhelming and it's overwhelming, you know, for me at times, I, I, I understand, you know, and, and for me only playing for like four or five months now, getting skelly after skelly after skelly, it's like, oh, okay, enough. I want some variety. And now it's like, you know, to your point, almost too much variety um, all at once. Right. But uh, to play devil's advocate with it, um, you know, with, with them introducing, the tall tales and the pirates of the caribbean twist i understand why they have obviously the sirens and the ocean crawlers and the ghosts because it all plays within that i guess for me personally it's more about why are they all spawning at once um you know have have one type spawn finish it off give a timer or something and then have you know something different maybe spawn after that but um, I can understand, especially being overwhelming for, you know, unseasoned, new. I mean, even even seasoned people, it's just it's annoying. It's it's a lot to handle at once. At least the the amount of spawns. Um, but I understand why, because it does tie into the tall tales pretty well by swimming down into the deep and the coral fortress and and all of that, and then going through the the background with the ghost. So it, to me, it all ties together. But it's just a lot at you. Yeah, well, that's what I was saying. Well, it's actually a topic for a later episode, but like everything we get in the game, content-wise, is because of us—not the necessarily the players, but of our characters in the game and things we do. And we'll get into that later on in a different episode. But it kind of make like I feel like yes, they could have spread out the new stuff, but then they might have had to spread out. The, the tall, tall tales, tales as well yeah and i don't think that players would have enjoyed i don't i would i don't think i would have enjoyed that like here's the first two now wait till season four for like you know parts three and four yeah i think i think that would have been hard i mean that could have been a more of a long-term play for them to continuously bring players back but i think that also could annoy people to say you, know, you got the first two you're done in if you're not looking for anything, you could be done in like two, three hours in the first two, and then you're not going to play for another month or nine weeks, whatever the next season might be. So I, I understand it's a difficult balance for them. Um, but as not to use your words there, uh, lunch, but you know, double edged sword, it's like you have to have the right balance, but at the same time, it can be overwhelming, obviously, with everything coming at you. 
um, all the different aspects. And to 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 miss lunch lady's point, you know, just mastering how to defeat certain skellies or whatnot and now you have to turn around and like well shoot these ghosts fly away they do this they look like they're dead oh they're not dead oh now we got these ocean crawlers the crab heads that all of a sudden has shields around them they shield everything and it's just an apocalypse all of a sudden on on a little island that you know it's it's hard to get out of that's the one time you actually wish a skelly would come up and, and bring a damn boom barrel so that you can at least hopefully do some damage to get rid of them it's true like, sometimes I'm just popping over to an island to collect supplies, and I barely hit the ground, and there, and I'm swarmed by ocean crawlers. And I, for me, it's kind of disheartening, and, you know, we talked about this way back, way back in episode one, um, about, like, getting discouraged, and cause, because I feel like it's taken me so long to master the few skills that I have. And when I say master, I use that term very loosely because like, I, I don't have a ton of strong suits, but like to, to, um, to master those skills and then now have all of these new ones. And it's like, man, I just need some fucking cannonballs. I don't need all this shit. Yeah. It's, it's kind of funny because to your, to your point, uh, lunch lady, you, you all of a sudden, you, you literally it's you set foot you get the notification you know new new island uh you know hit hit a new island kind of thing and then all of a sudden you hear something digging out of the sand immediately or like us the other night you know we we were doing uh trying to do a, a sunken ship and literally hit the water to go down a sunken ship and you hear the siren call all of a sudden comes like man i mean solo slooping that that's got to be extremely difficult you know it was difficult for us obviously with three people and and you can kind of multitask with that but um you know definitely the i, I don't know how you adjust a timer or whatnot because you also want to have that aspect of of fight and getting in and again it shouldn't be so easy that oh i just got to go and get a dig spot and i get out and i move on to the next one i, I get where they want to create that excitement but it just it, it it just punches so quickly at times um it's a it's a good point with the sirens that happened i mean that happened to us tonight we we jumped into we just a random shipwreck and then we were just overwhelmed i don't know necessarily if they have to i i mean i don't know how easy this would be coding wise because i don't work on video games but as opposed to like um like raising the spawn timer on them i think that like let 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 them keep spawning right like because that's the issue i've i feel like we come across is one that they come at you really fast, but two they just keep coming. You kill one, you kill two, you kill three. There's four, five, six. Like how many are there? I feel like once you kill that siren leader, the re the the other ones should like yeah they not, should flee. Not come anymore. Well, that's how right. it works with bosses, right? right? Like once you kill the boss, the other skellies like on a fort or something. Yeah, no, that's a good point. They they leave right away. You kill any ashen lord or whatnot then every all the skeletons you know dissipate into dust like i agree with that you kill the leader it should you know kind of take it away and um especially because those leaders are hard and they generally especially the sirens obviously they they generally stay away from you they got the staff uh the disney sticks as as uh bearded geddon and, and and ld and boxy like to say but you know though they usually stay far away so i think those are more difficult to target and go after and if you do they you know get rid of them then i think the rest should retreat come back with more later on to your point reset that counter whatever it might be but yeah i think that would be a good uh implement to the game oh thank you 
as a player, if you only had the, um, or if you had to focus on the leader, it gives you something to focus on. So like while you're underwater, it gives you a goal. Um, and you're still going to be overwhelmed by the other stuff, but that's going to like continue to build those skills of like targeting one thing. Oh, for sure. And especially like, uh, not to just stay on the sirens, but you have that leader, right? And you get, you start swimming to it, you get close and it, it swims away. Meanwhile, you have this guy, you know, this other siren come out of nowhere and just scratch your back <laughs> repeatedly. Like it is difficult to kind of get to that leader. That's why I think it would be a, a cool aspect to, you, you kill the ringleader, the rest, you know, the, the minions kind of go away from there, um, you know, within that whole aspect of the game. I love the addition of the sirens because not only are the sirens a new enemy, but their movements are new and like their movements are unpredictable. You know, we've, we've learned, we've learned to kind of predict the movements of skeletons and the movements of sharks and the cadence in which they bite and all this stuff. So I love that the sirens give us new movements, um, more fluidity. They're fast, which I bitch about as I'm playing, but you know, when you take a step back and you look at it in, in the kind of scope of enemies, I I love that it's different. Um, but it's like, man, if I could have just had sirens, give me sirens for a month. Let me figure this out and then give me ghosts. Yeah. And, and I see that side too. Like to your point, we, we kind of keep reveling back to it ties into the tall tales. But to your point, I think we could have almost reversed it and had all of a sudden sirens be introduced right for for one month you know two months before the release of uh the tall tales then all of a sudden you have the ghost being released and it kind of heightens i think the curiosity of what's coming because nobody would really you know relate back to it we already have ghost ships so the ghosts wouldn't necessarily give anything away um the, you know the sirens wouldn't necessarily give anything away because we already have mermaids in the game so I think if you had that leading up into uh, the Tall Tales, then it would, you know, that would work out. But then again, the double-edged sword, the devil advocate in me would say, well, then you already know how to beat them. When you go on the Tall Tales, it's easier. When all of a sudden we're doing the Tall Tale and we're like, what the hell? What, what do we do with this thing? Like, what, what we're running around, like trying to figure everything out. It, it kind of gave a different element for those, you know, that little time that we were doing that. So... Either way, it could work out um, from there, but I, I do understand to ease into um, like from a month, month or two beforehand, and it wouldn't give anything away from the tall tale if you reverse it that way. Me to, my, me to myself, like I personally don't think that they've added too much. I like the amount of stuff they've added, but the spawn, the the, the rate at which things spawn is what I'm just like, yeah, you need to cool that down. And it used to be like that. You'd, you'd get a Meg, and then you'd get a ghost ship, and then sometimes you get a Kraken, like one after another, a lot, you know, at the same time. And you're like, well, this is impossible. And I kind of feel like that how, how it is now, but on land. Not necessarily impossible, but just kind of overwhelming and annoying at times where you're just like, I just beat five of you. Why are five more spawning? Give me a chance to breathe. Yeah, I remember lunch, if you recall, when we do it, doing some Athena runs, the, the Thieves Haven one, and all of a sudden you're trying to dig on Thieves Haven, which is difficult to begin with, uh, you know, somewhere you're not necessarily used to. You you maybe get to an area and you start to try to look on your map and then everything spawns. You kill them because you, you, you can't, you know, you can't dig when they're there. 
then all of a sudden you kill them and you're like, okay, I got to find, where am I again? I got to find my, 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 you know, my, my North star again, find out where I got to go. You get to the point you got to dig and then they spawn again. It's like, and it's so quick cause you didn't get that far away on the Island and, and they're already there. I will say though, I do enjoy the sirens as well. And I want to call out that it is nice to have something different in the water. I mean, just having a battle sharks that come uh, come along, it is nice to have some, uh, a different change of pace. Um, I like the shark element because for me, at least I never pay attention. And then all of a sudden that scares me and my heart rate goes up because they come up behind me and I have no idea where at least the sirens, I have the sirens call to say, Oh shoot, here they come. You know, I can, I can kind of prep myself mentally. Hopefully I have enough bullets <laughs> to start taking a few out in my sniper. But, um, I do, I do like that aspect of finally introducing something within the water, uh, secondly again. I, thought you unmuted I did. I unmuted, but I saw that you were about to unmute. Wow. So, um, well, I also wonder. So, like, the spawn rate is high, but the number of hits to kill is also really high. And I think, like, kind of to Lunch's point of like, give me a chance, man. Like, that's how I feel on the islands. Like, I don't even, you know, if once you're swarmed by four of them and they each take as many hits as they take, I feel to kill. I just feel like I don't even have a chance. And I hadn't even considered doing a dig with these things. Cause when you guys did that, these Haven run, I wasn't playing with you all. So like I haven't even attempted to do a dig em up on, um, with, with these new enemies. And that sounds so intimidating. Oh yeah. When you've got, when you start off and you have three digs and it takes you 20 minutes just because you got to fight off enemies and <laughs> finally get your digs, you go away for 10 minutes to find, your next spot, you go back to Thieves Haven again, and it's like, oh, now we've got seven things to dig up, and oh boy, how long is this one going to take? And again, I don't want it to be easy. I don't want it to, I don't want it to just go on there and dig and be done because that would get monotonous and 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 you know too easy. But um, I, I do under, understand the, the the need to have the enemies there to keep it interesting and keep in your toes. Because another another aspect of that is that you're fighting these enemies. You're not keeping your eye on the sea. And obviously we know this is a sea of thieves. We try to make it the sea of friends, but not having that extra eye with them spawning um, can also be detrimental, which which adds some hype, you know, some some heightened senses of things um, that, that makes the game more fun in my opinion. But yes, the spawn rate, and I know they're already taking care of it. They're, they're supposedly going in to fix it um, depending on the timing, but uh, yeah, that's just kind of overwhelming. We don't always try to make it to see your friends. But we'll get more into that with this week's Tall Tale. I mean, we do make it to see your friends, but the, the friends, and, and here's the ghost ghost story, right, from, from a previous episode about etiquette. When there's not the etiquette there, you know, that, that things change. And sometimes the gold calls to us, right? <laughs> we, sometimes. We've got a, a little itch. And sometimes you're just trying to make some fun. Well, and this week's tall tale is uh is also mostly around practice because we we got on the server and it was quiet. There were we saw no ships for a while. Um, we stocked our ship and still saw nothing. We sailed over to um to a fort. We continued to collect supplies on the way. Once we got to the fort, we still well no, we did see a ship right when we first got there. 
is is everything quiet to you now that you finally got those 50 captain skulls <laughs> like everything's quiet now you, you you have nothing there i know i now that i've like met my one goal i was like what am i gonna do today on the seas i don't know i have no goals yeah we we got those 50 skeleton captain skulls and we got those sails and not skeleton captain but the ghost captain skulls and, and yeah we logged in today and we're like what do you want to do she's like i don't know and i was like let's just sail around and see what happens there was no events and then we saw a skeleton fort. Oh, that's what it was. There were no events. And then somewhere, somehow a fort popped. And uh, we then we started seeing ships. We saw one ship. And then we, as we got closer to the skeleton fort, we saw another ship. Yeah, there was a ship spawned off in the distance. And it was just sitting at Galleon's grave. And another... Well... At one point before before we took off from you know Ancient Spire, uh, I noticed a Reaper level one on board, fresh fresh Reaper, um, and they went and grabbed the Reaper chest, took it to uh, Reaper's Hideout, and then for some reason they threw up a Dick Ripper flag, so they had both Reaper flags up. We should probably explain the Dick Ripper flag. I don't know. If we don't necessarily have to do it in this episode, but. <laughs> Oh, yeah. we'll, we'll get to dick rippers later <laughs> but they had both both reaper flags up and then took them both down and i said uh i mean their their flags their first flag just went up the emissary just went up so i don't think they logged off maybe they just took it down to come over to the fort and not be seen so we kept sailing stopping not stopping but she would launch at islands grab supplies a few, like a ship in the distance here, ship in the distance there. Oh, that ship in the distance just sunk. They must have logged out. Whatever. Get to the fort. And pretty chill. You know, we jump on, we're fighting, we're doing our thing, whatever. And then I notice a uh, sloop coming towards us from the west-ish. And I'm like, well, that must be the Reapers. Who took down their flag. And they stopped far out. I mean, not too far. They, I mean, they, they got pretty close to the island, but then stopped. And then launched off. Which I'm like, one, really? I, I, don't, I don't understand. Like, I can kind of understand launching off and doing the swim and tucking on, like, a Fort of the Damned or a Fort of Fortune. Because there's some really good loot in there. Especially if you're trying to build up your Athena rep. I don't understand it for a normal fort. It makes no sense to me. One, because they're just so easy. Um, but I guess it's mostly, I'm assuming, I, I guess I can't say it's because it's easy because I'm assuming it's just people wanting to take something from somebody. Well, and I, I'm going to play, I'm, I'm changing my verbiage now from devil's advocate to the devil's roar, if I could say it properly, because uh, that sounds cooler <laughs> now, and it ties in with Sea of Thieves. But uh it, it, you know we just talked about the captain skull so possibly someone's working on the stealing of the loot you know that that commendation things like that so yes is it unlikely i think for a skull fort i i would agree with you but you know possibly they they you know they could also be working on their practice of tucking and and seeing how they can you know do something a little easier to start off with rather than doing a fort of fortune and going from there but that's just me no, you're right. You're right. Not everyone plays with my 
play style or it has my mindset or my look at things. So I get where you're coming from. I get what you're saying. Um, so the one guy launches off. We see a second cannon fire. So I'm like, oh, they both must have launched off. Case is on the island. I'm going to go sail over near them just to see what's up and if, if you know, start blasting if I can. Make relations. Exactly. I'm going to go make relations. De-escalate. <laughs> So, on my way over, I see one guy in the water swimming. I see his mermaid. I, 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 he goes under the water, and I'm like, okay, maybe he went to the island. I can't tell. So, I mermaid back to you so that I can help you. Mm-hmm. And by the time I get there, it's it's too late. He's already on board. Yeah, they, they drop sails. And I wasn't trying to get out. Of the, I, I saw them. I was like, they're ramming. And I'm just going to let them ram and see what happens. They rammed. He got on board. Was combat-wise, you know, really, really good. Killed me. Killed Case. And then by the time we got back, we were sunk. Which I'm, I'm surprised by because they only rammed us. So I was like, you know what? Let's just go back. I don't even want the fort. I just want to practice PvP. And I want to practice close quarters combat. Because um, I really need to get better. I really need to get better. I need to be able to, if someone boards the ship, I can. I don't have to freak out. Not necessarily freak out, but I don't have to like like hope that I lose or don't lose. I, I, I want to be able to think to myself, I have a good chance of winning this fight. But at, at this point at point in time, too, it sounds like, I mean, you guys had an incentive. You had a goal, right? So they came after, I mean, you were going around etiquette, as we talked about before. They might have been a little freaked out. But now you had a goal, at least, to go. So you guys were locked in and said, this is, you know, we found our, our mantra for tonight. Yeah, exactly. Well, and... And to your point, Lunch, about, like, you know, not freaking out, like, we don't just want to get better at close quarters combat, but we also want to get better at at just normalizing that. It's very easy to see somebody get on your ship or hear them try to board your ship and immediately panic. But I feel like the more you normalize, like, hey, it's all good, like, we've got this or we're at least going to try – then then that panic is going to reduce a little bit and i think that we i i know for i'll speak for myself i definitely need to normalize that a panic's a good panic is a good word as opposed to freak out i i tend to panic mostly internally um especially like if i okay. see a... <laughs> mostly internally are you making fun of me no i'm just saying you it... It also verbally you'll be like they're on the ship <laughs> Yeah, well, but I mean, like... Case, all he's saying is mostly, so what you're getting is only a small percent. It could be yeah. a lot more. Oh, okay, so what the panic that I hear in his voice is just the tip of the panic iceberg. That's right. Yeah, I could. I can start verbalizing everything. I can start yelling, like, there's Ace in the water! How come you're not on the fucking ladders? You're up at the front of the ship! You're at the front of the ship! Get on the ladders! No one's checking the ladders! He's on! He's on! Like, I can, you know, but I don't do that. You know, but in my head, I'm like, hey, why, why is no one checking the ladders? I'm checking both ladders. Ah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fail. I'm going to check this ladder. He's going to get behind me. He's going to blunderbust me. That's how my mind is like. We need to talk about anxiety later. <laughs> I was to say, this sounds like a perfect episode because, uh, or, or another, another episode, because it's so crazy how we all think differently 
you know, for someone like like Lunch, that's that is the captain. He's on, you know, he's on the helm the the entire time. He's got a different reference point for things. Where I'm on cannons running around, uh, you know, Lunch Lady, you're doing the same thing. We have different thought processes on on what we need to do, especially if we get like struck. All of a sudden, it's like okay, we got to go down. And then we're not watching, you know, if there is that border. So it is, this could be a, definitely a future episode uh, because it is interesting how we all think and manage it differently. But continue. <coughs> Excuse me. So he got on, killed us. We came back, but was sank. Whatever. Like I was saying, let's go back. I don't, we don't even want the, the, the fort. We just want to practice fighting. Let's just go and fight. So we head back. We, we stock up a bit. We head back. Uh, they're there, fighting. We start circling the fort, dodging, dodging tower cannonballs left and right. I think we're doing pretty good dodging. Although we have no control over whether we get hit or not, whether we dodge or not. Because um, no, that's just all part of the algorithm. That's all you, man. You dodged it, dude. Don't don't take anything <laughs> away from that. Yeah, screw, screw the algorithm. I dodged it. Um they drop sails, and we're like, okay, at least one of them's on, on board. I, I notice one of them climbing a tower to start firing. But meanwhile, their ship is getting, getting pummeled by tower, tower cannons, and they end up sinking. And at first I thought, well, maybe, you know what, maybe it was one guy. Now that you're thinking about it? No, I'm thinking about it. One guy climbed the tower. They got, he was getting, his ship was getting pummeled with the tower cannonballs and they sank. So there wasn't another person to stop it from sinking or steer away or whatever. When they, when he fired off before, there was two shots. And I, I said, first guy's firing off, second guy's firing off. But perhaps it was just firing a cannon and then loading himself in and firing off. I only ever saw one person. Maybe it was one guy. That's a good point. Either way, one guy, two guys, pretty good. So they sank, sadly, not in our hands. A storm was hitting the fort now, and we saw a brig coming our way. So I made a wide circle around just to get out of the storm a bit and see what happens. <coughs> Plus... Case ran to the bathroom, so I didn't want to charge in head first and then sink before she got back. Because um, I assumed that I would sink. Um, so I, I did a wide circle. Uh, and then we went back once the storm started moving out a bit. Popped off a few shots onto the brig. They were positioned between two cannons, or two towers. <coughs> they hit us a few times killed me with a cannonball on deck as case was reviving me someone boarded and as i got revived i could ba she she was able to get away but i could barely get away before he killed me they fought valiantly she fought valiantly got a few hits on him but be fell to his blade i was impressed that he was able to board us because i didn't hear swimming i didn't see him come over um, we were going slow. We were definitely uh, what's word, vulnerable to boarding, but I, I didn't see or hear him. So it, it was an impressive move for sure. And she got some good shots off. She knocked down their masts so they couldn't chase us if they wanted to. We raised the sails so we can get some good a good turn going on them. 
but yeah, they just they killed me with the cannon, and then they just were able to board. Um, and she hit him a few. She got a good a few regular shots down below too with the with the the cannonballs. So we sank again. We come back. We don't even we don't even load up this time. We're just, let's just go back. Let's just keep fighting and practicing. So we get there. We sail on by. We hit a few shots on them, and we just we kind of just circled the outpost two or three times, getting shots off on them and not getting hit and not getting like they they try to board, they can't board. And then I, at it gets to a point where I'm like thinking to myself. <coughs> We're not going to win this fight because we sail by, we get like two or three sh shots on them, and then we have to make a whole other pass around the outpost, and they're already patched up and boarded. So I turn back around and go the opposite way, and we're kind of wide off, and I fire off. No, I don't even fire off at that point. I think we just, we, I was thinking something, and then Casey said it, which was, let's just circle and not fight them just so they don't know what we're going to do. Now we're just circling the outpost and not getting hit by the towers and not getting hit by their shots either. But here's the reason that I thought of this is because if I were playing and some ship was just ominously circling me, I would freak out. So I was like, what if we did this? Like, what would they do? Um, like, would they stay and finish the fort knowing that a ship is circling and like ready to take their treasure as soon as they get it loaded up would they come out would they just get sick of watching us do like circle so they'll come out and fight like i just thought what an interesting experiment this would be and i Definitely. thought it because i thought it would just be funny <laughs> so we're circling we make a few circles around them not doing anything we're not firing and we're far enough to where we can the, the cannons can't hit us if they do fire, and they can't really board if they, they fire. And by cannons, I mean towers. We, we do another pass near them, and I launch myself off. And I swim, and I board their ship. There's nobody on board. So I just start blasting it with firebombs. Uh, the three guys, they come back on. I, I blundered one in the face. He fell off into the water. I'm not sure if he died or fell off. Or I don't know. I'm not sure if he fell off and died or jumped off. Uh, I did see someone on the ferry. They eventually killed me. I did, And I wasn't really fighting back. I was kind of just jumping around, dodging their sword swipes for a minute. And then I got stuck on uh, on the, uh, the center mast or the back mast. And they were able to kill me. But I did see someone on the ferry, so I'm not sure if it was the guy I blundered or not, because I <laughs> he, didn't get a good look at the names. He probably got siren based on those, uh, what we just talked about. <clears throat> yeah, in your face, dude. Lol. <laughs> um, so we, I, I load back in. I'm, I'm trying to not say um and like a lot. So I load back in, and we're continuing circling. You know, just having a blast, a grand old time on our end. Just like, ha, 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 And they drop sails. And we're like, all right, they're coming for us. And sometimes, you know how it is. Sometimes you get, you have an angle on the other ship and you're like, are they coming towards us or are they leaving us? Like, are they, are they, what direction are they going? Sometimes it's hard to tell. So I, I'm, I'm. <clears throat> my initial thought is like, oh, they're coming towards us. 
So then my second thought is we should turn and run. Because now they're going to think, why are they running? They were just fighting. <laughs> so everything that we're doing, in my, everything I'm choosing to do is solely just to entertain myself. And if it entertains Case, entertain her. <clears throat> but then we realize, like, we're, we're heading towards Galleon's Grave. Then they turn. Uh, then they turn. So I think they were chasing us because it looked like they turned at one point and turned away. So they turned around and just left. And I was like, oh, maybe they're going back to the fort. No, they just left. They gave up. <coughs> it's true. There's not really an exciting ending to this tall tale because they literally just gave up. Yeah, and... we we just annoyed them and bothered them to the point where they're like, who could fuck it? But the reason I like this tall tale is because I want to try this again. <laughs> I really just want to circle somebody and see what they do. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting because it's like when you when you go in, <coughs> the best strategy is to expect the unexpected, which is extremely difficult, obviously, to do. So you guys almost like played all these mind games on them, and they had no idea necessarily, it sounds like, how, how to react. So... All of a sudden, it's like, well, shoot, these guys are freaking crazy. I, I don't want any part of this. And and they probably saw, again, your lovely sails of the dam screeching in their face. And they're like, yeah, we're good. <laughs> well, you know, you kind of, we've been conditioned, right, with what to expect on the seas. Like, you, you, you either get friendly players with their alliance flag up, or you get players that are going to roll up on you. And, like, what you don't see is this. And so, I just think it's it's interesting, because... What if you could do that? What if you could circle somebody for as long as it took them to complete a fort? It's like tucking without tucking. Um, I just think it's an interesting play. I was going to say, it's not even, I mean, yeah, I understand your analogy of the tucking without tucking, but it's not. It's almost, it's almost worse than that, if not in your face, like, hey, we know you're doing it. Do it. Because we're just going to be here when when we hear that music, when we see that skull go away. And we're just going to give you a constant reminder <laughs> that we are breathing down your neck. It's really intimidating. I feel like you've got to be, like, if you're going to do that, you've got to be very skilled. And I'm not very skilled, but I still want to do it. I don't think so. I think, I mean, you don't necessarily have to. I think it's more like a poker play. You bluff them out of it. You're saying, I'm so confident in myself, whether you believe it or they, you know, whether you believe it or not, it's whether they believe it. And here you guys were able to come in and, you know, they, they didn't want to call the bluff. They they left. They're like, okay, I, I, I don't want the smoke. I don't want to get, you know, do the work for them if they're just going to clean up. Yeah. Did you guys at least complete the fort afterwards? No, we. I was like, maybe we should complete the fort. <laughs> yeah, that's a, yeah, that's there was no end. There's no good end to that's the story. I like, I I was like, maybe we should complete the fort. I turned around, like we turned around towards it, and we saw a sloop going towards it. So I said, whatever. I was getting close to time to like <clears throat> get off and record. So we just ended it. But what I did was. Like, the last time the brig saw us, we were heading towards an outpost. And so I didn't know where they were going. I didn't know Ancient if they Spire. were going to come back. But if they did come back, they might assume that this sloop was us we, and that we had run to an outpost and put up an emissary flag and then came back. 
Mm. But the, I also parked a little bit away from, not a little bit, I parked a good port. I up like a, a good amount away. <coughs> <coughs> Sorry, goddamn. <clears throat> My throat is so dry tonight. I parked a good amount away to where you would think, like, you, where you would see a ship, like, oh, wait, they're they're hiding behind that rock they're probably doing the long swim so i parked that kind of distance away and then fired my cannon just so they would think maybe someone was firing over and then we logged off <laughs> hey there this you go lunch playing mind games it was yeah it was about the adventure and i now you, to your point you can re- reinstate that yeah it's not about the gold yeah. it's about the adventure and every time the uh, brig would like try to board us and we'd see them in the water, they'd always try to snipe, on, snipe us. None of their shots ever came close to hitting us. But I'd always just spam like the everything's okay chat chat wheel. <laughs> so <coughs> deceptive. Yeah. I used to do that all the time. There was a time where we were... This is a not to do another tall tale or anything, but just real quick. I was hiding on an outpost in some trees... Um, when a brig show or a galleon showed up and case and and tuck had you know sailed away at this point and i kept like spamming the like i'm boarding their ship i'm on their ship kind of thing and like they were watching in the spyglass and i was watching through the trees of just these people running around their ship with these lanterns looking for me as i kept spamming like i'm on their ship i boarded their ship it's time for this <laughs> week's boxy call <laughs> yeah yeah, love it. All right, thanks everyone for listening. We really appreciate it. You guys are awesome. If you have a question, comment, or concern, please don't have any concerns. But you can tweet <laughs> at us at the Sea of Friends or email us at Sea of Friends Podcast at gmail.com. If you want to watch us play live, you can find us. I'm going to say us. You can find us, twitch.tv slash last call for lunch. You can see my beautiful face, but only hear their beautiful voices. If you listen to this podcast, but you want to watch it, you can find us on YouTube. Just look up Sea of Friends Podcast. And if you watched us on YouTube and want to take us with you on the go, you can find us on all your favorite podcast apps. I'm not going to name them all. There's just too many. We're everywhere. Until next week, I'm Last Call for Lunch. I'm Miss Lunch Lady. And I'm Darkest Warhawk. And remember, it doesn't always have to be a sea of thieves. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit makes these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Super Light Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The eucalyptus fiber upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the Super Light Tree Runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Super Light shoe? 
what can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.